Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Forever. Dog. Welcome back, everybody. It's Midnight Snack. I'm Michelle Collins. I'm so overjoyed, over the moon. She is one of the busiest girls that I've ever known and took time to do this podcast today. And she's just genuinely a good soul. Truly, I don't believe you have a bad bone in you. I really mean that. Um, It's really true. Star of Riviera, which uh, season three is out. Uh, in UK and Europe, October 15th, and then soon here. You can watch the first two seasons on Amazon and on Sundance Now. And also follow her at Miss Julia Styles on Instagram. Right? That's your handle. Yeah. I don't want to fuck that up. Um, Julia Styles. Hi, Jules. Hi, this is, Coco. This is a great break. Julia, your son is at school. I want to talk about you as a mom because I did see you last time momming, and you were a great mom. Mm-hmm. You were just great. How has it been going for you? with this whole situation. Uh, thank you. I, uh, well, A, we were like, I was, well, yes. Um, no, tell people, tell uh, people what you want to say. We were what? Well, no, we were, we, I, 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 thank you for saying that I'm a great mom for, I, I think 
doing something which was very selfish. You which did? Which was taking him away from the park. Yes, we took him. Instead of playing at the playground, you and I wanted to go and have a glass of rosé on, on You on, think that Manhattan that's selfish? And, Do you really? Well, you know, like a two-year-old doesn't really want to hang out in a restaurant. But anyway, no, it, it's fine. I um, have no memory of him even being remotely cranky at our rosé little catch-up. We stood by the park. Remember how, oh. by the way, one quick story for the listeners. I said, where am I meeting? You go meet me. Remember this? You go meet me in Central Park. I'll be at this park. I go, great. Come in. I'm all creepy. I've got like a trench coat on. I sit in this children's park for like 25 minutes. I'm like, where the fuck is she? All these kids running around me. You know, I'm not great with kids. So I'm like, okay, why are these kids here? And then uh, I just creeped some kids. You weren't even near me. You were like all the way on the other side of the park. And then we got our wine. So that was okay. We yeah. played no, with it him. It was a lovely afternoon. Yeah. It was a lovely afternoon. Um, no. So how have I been doing? Well, I'll tell you that fucking March and April and May on and on. It was like a, a shit show. I mean, it was a, it was a shock because we went from uh, every day. I just finished R- Riviera in, we were filming in Argentina. So he's wow. in this like exotic place where he's going to the playground every day. Everyone's so friendly. He had the same sort of group of friends. He was hearing Spanish. It was a lot of, you know, really stimulating activity for him. And then we come back and like everything shuts down. No playgrounds, no play dates. Wow. Mommy is like, is, is the one woman nursery school. I kind of, I mean, it was hard and we kind of lost our minds for a second, but now we're through it. And, 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 it's great. I mean, I'm are you in, it. Are you in Massachusetts um, right now? No, I'm in Vancouver. Oh, so you're we, in Vancouver. Yes. So we were going to go to New York after finishing Riviera in March, literally like March 13th or something. Oh, my God. And then we go, uh, Canada's going to be safer. So we've been in Canada since then. Your house and, looks I mean, stunning, I feel by really the way. lucky. Yeah, you are lucky Thank to be you. there. Trust me. It's, it's no fun here. I mean, I think back um, – to like New York when it, when this whole thing first happened. And I was lucky because I had neighbors here who I was very friendly with and they kind of kept me company. They've since moved, which I feel like now I have like no building friends. So it's not as fun being here, but, um, it was really creepy. And what's worrying me now is that I think the numbers are going to go up. We see it happening. And then daylight savings time when it starts getting dark at four 30 and we have to be inside I, I think that honestly, that's why I almost ha- I'm having like a weird moment this week because I know it's coming and it's upsetting me because I just it's already getting darker earlier and I'm just not ready for that, you know? Yeah, 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 totally. And then everyone's stuck inside because of the weather. It's going to be hard. I have to say, I think I literally would have absolutely lost my marbles if it hadn't been from my son and having to keep him entertained because it makes you like totally focus on the present moment and you don't have time to sit there and like wheels spinning, driving yourself crazy. Yeah, of course. Um, um, and and also you had a man with you, which is exciting. And actually, I was reading about this, that now dating now is like everybody is – cuffing season is now on crack because nobody wants to be stuck in the wintertime by themselves. It's it's like – So people are like hooking up or moving in with each other? Like, people are not rabbits? hooking up – well, no one's hooking up anymore in the way that they used to, I assume. Not me, of course, uh, because of <laughs> the pandemic. But it just – feels like people are now going on dates to like make something really happen. And here in New York, that energy, I've never felt that energy because it's that never existed before. It was the opposite. Ever. What do people do? They like what they put like saran wrap over themselves if they're going to kiss. I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, dental are, dams yeah. have been huge. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to think. <laughs> um, no, you know, I didn't, I'll be honest. I've been, or they're a, just like yeah. rushing into relationships. They're rushing into rushing relationships, in, so. rushing in. Rushing in. Neediness. Neediness. And, you know, I don't love 
I neediness is a big turn off for me. I don't know if I'm I, maybe because I'm just I've been independent and I just am used to my life. But I feel like and maybe because, frankly, I'm quite needy in certain ways. So I feel like when I feel neediness coming from someone, I'm not used to it. I don't know if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. But um, do you feel that at all? Because I feel like you're not needy at all. I, I doubt your husband is. Uh, he's definitely not needy. I, I, I think I, 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 he, he would probably say that I can be needy or no, I, I have, I, my, I'm, oh, how do I say this? I'm very volatile. I mean, I don't mean volatile. Like I have fits of anger. I mean that I like express everything. I cannot, I cannot let anything go. I can't not, if I'm feeling sad or angry or whatever, I cannot keep it below the surface. So I'm, Mm. I'm, yeah. That's very, that's like my mother. That's like a very Jewish way to be, to get it out. Cause I feel like wasps yeah. don't do that usually. They keep everything very close to their chest. You call it a wasp. Girl, you know exactly who I'm calling a wasp. Look, <laughs> you, I mean, right. your parents are like, if I were creating the LL Bean catalog, I would put your beautiful parents in there. Shut this, up. What? No way. No, they're are artsy. They're artsy. They're artsy. They're super Judy. artsy and like, no, I would say they're not wasp-y. I just think because of the Cape Cod thing. Wasp-y. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but they're in a different part of Cape Cod okay, fair where enough. it's more like the fishermen and the, the people that, you know, do all the work. It's not, or, or people who retire, but it's not, <clears throat> it's not like the Kenny Bone Port. No, you're, by the way, for the listener, Julia's mom like designs jewelry. Remember when you gave my cat away? Wait, Meg? <gasps> no. Yeah. I told you. I know. I, I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I don't want to add to your trauma. <laughs> Uh, this is like the darkest episode we've done in this podcast. I'm, I'm so like, sorry. it's because of me. Like... It's me. It's me. Yeah, it's me. Julia had two I'm... cats. I'm going to talk about it right now. Who I loved. <laughs> I loved them so much. And actually, uh... I think the last time you did my last podcast, we brought this up. But there is a very sad update. Tell everyone the name of your two cats. Meg and Nutley. Haha, <laughs> Nutmeg. I thought I was being really clever. I thought and adorable. I got them because I went through a breakup uh, with the man that I was living with at the time and heartbroken. My mom said, oh no, it wasn't that. It was, oh no, it was before that. By the way, I, I wasn't going to say shit to you. And I'm like, that is a hundred percent not when you got this. <laughs> That's no, how much she cared about them. Two years. Yes. I got, I got, I got those cats two years prior to the breakup unwittingly Yeah, because my mom was like, you like as a test to see if the boyfriend was going to be good. Oh, Raising children. Wait, your mom got you Wait, those cats? My mom convinced me to get the cats. That I will tell you I something. Was, I was in that's between diabolical. jobs. I was bored. Diabolical. Okay. My mom on. was like, I don't know that he he'll be. I, I don't even remember what words she used, but she put it in my head that if I got cats and I could see how he took care of them, that I would know if he was going to be a good father. By the way, I was probably like ten. No, I mean you I was were you were in like, your twenties. I, I was like twenty five. I mean, yeah, I was oh nowhere near like doing that. So I did. Then we cut to, we break up and, um, he loved those cats too, by the way. I know he did break up and I'm heartbroken. And then I'm like, I want nothing to do with this cats. And I don't want to be the girl with two cats alone in her New York city apartment. That, that I can support. It's the reason I don't have cats. No judgments to those who do. I just, I also like fur free things. Like I don't like being covered in fur and I know that that would make me nuts, but um, mm-hmm. I begged you. There were two cats, Meg and Nutley. Nutley was an absolute crackhead and Meg was my girl. Meg, I would come in because cats know when people are loving. No offense. Mm-hmm. So Meg used to come in and like, <laughs> and like curl up on my lap and her sweet little face. And I said, Julie, it was, it reminded me of what was that movie? Um, oh my God, was it Terms of Endearment, right? Where the friend wanted to keep the daughter 
It was like flap was the dad. This is going. You remember that? And the friend was like, please let me raise her. That's how I felt about Meg. I was like, let me have her. And you sent those cats to your parents. To be fair, the right decision. How long did Nutley last after you sent him to your parents' house? I feel like not long. Not so long. That's a leading question. That's a it leading is. question. Listener, um, it is. He did not last very long because he was very skittish. But Meg yes. loved it. She was like outside hunting, you know, animal hunting bee, uh, birds. And, she hunted and bees. Rabbits or whatever. Constantly hunting she hunted bees. bees. <laughs> no, she hunted birds. And uh, yeah, she was living the country life, but uh, she's no longer. She passed. She passed. I don't even want to know. I that that angel. I wanted to kiss each individual finger of her little paws. She was so sweet, and that's all right. But I'm not. I'm not mad at you for it. You know that I'm not. I could also get a cat, and you know that I just won't because. <laughs> I just won't do it. You don't want lint all over you. I understand. I don't want lint. And now obviously traveling is not an option. You know, I'm going to London. Did I tell you that? That's an update. I know you're going to London and I think you're also going to LA. And so are you, is this the first time you've flown since uh, you're going to London? I actually canceled LA. I was going to go to LA for a possible work thing and then uh, freaked out about the plane, realized it wasn't worth it and canceled. I was supposed to leave tomorrow, but London is still happening and I have, I upgraded. So I'm going to be in my own little you know, room. Um, but I'm excited about it. I feel like I don't know what's going to happen when I get there. And I, I'm and you've lived there, right? You've shot a bunch of movies there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you enjoy the experience there? there? Well, it was before. I mean, yes. I mean, I, I, in many ways, I'm very enchanted by London. Um, I just think that now during COVID it's also, I don't want to scare you, but like they're about to start shutting down restaurants again from what I hear. And like, I mean, uh, the the scary thing is when the rules change once you're in a place. I right? know. Like well, we I got know. out of, we got out of, we finished shooting Riviera season three in Argentina, like days before they completely shut it down, mm-hmm. like mandatory quarantine where you only can leave your house for an hour a week with, wow, with permission on a permission slip, you know? Wow. wow. Um, and, and like, you know, in Canada, they make you quarantine for two weeks. So how long are you going there for? Two months. Two months? Yes. Girl. Possibly longer. That's exciting. I know. I will. No, t- that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, it's funny you bring up the rules changing because I was actually supposed to leave last Friday and all my friends who were there were like, don't do it. Lockdown is coming. Wait. And I thought, you know, the weather is still nice in New York. Let me push it a month because I'm going to, you know, you get it. I was like, I'm not going to run there. Let me wait. And so now I'm waiting. And every week I'm like, fuck, I swear if lockdown, I mean, I almost feel guilty talking well, I don't about think it. They can, I, I don't think they can prevent you from coming back to your quote unquote home country. Right. I don't believe they can either. Think. And obviously if something happens there right. would that happen, I would leave, you know what I mean? But, and of yeah. course to the listener, yeah. be super cautious. I don't plan on like being wild there. I just have always wanted to live there. And I figure this is, I can work anywhere. Like this is like the time where I can do it carefully masking, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Julia, yeah. when you were making hustlers, let's talk about you. I'm so sick of myself. I mean, really? <laughs> okay. Yes. I would argue that it was the biggest movie. It came out last year, right? 2019? I believe, yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. I, I'd like so, Yeah, exactly. September last year. I would say that it was... Or October last year. October last year. It was... That was a movement. Hustlers was like... I mean, was it wild for you? It's so funny because now that I know you as you, I forget. I'm like, Julia is like a boss. Like you... I mean, to have your name on the poster with all of those other names, were you just like shitting your pants and also talk to me about what Cardi B is like and JLo. Um, I am speechless. I was, yes, I was like very 
psyched to have my name on the poster like that and just be involved in the movie because because I remember reading the article and it did feel like a movement. And I remember reading the script and thinking that the adaptation was so cool. And I just thought it spoke to me so much um, and felt so timely. And it did feel like a movement. So then to have like the movie come out <clears throat> and be successful was really an affirmation of all the things that I think are important in storytelling and being part of a fun movie that's also important, particularly for women, but also just society. And um, I never got to meet Cardi B, actually. Um, she what? was only she only filmed a day. She did a, she did all of her stuff in one day. And I wasn't in that in that day. Um, you didn't meet her at any of the really, parties or anything after? Well, then, so then I thought, um, oh, I'll get to meet her. I also wanted to meet Lizzo. I thought I'd get oh, to yeah. meet them at the press stuff, but it premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival and Cardi B couldn't go because she couldn't enter Canada. Wait, why can't she enter and Canada? you know why. No. Was, I think she, she was on trial for something. I don't really know, but That's... she was on trial for something. And so she couldn't leave the country. Wow, that sucks. I never realized Please that. don't come after me, Cardi, if I'm wrong about this. Please don't come after me, Cardi fans, if I'm First wrong about this. First of all, we this. are the biggest Cardi fans. Let's let's every lest everyone be confused. We are two girls who love her and I actually think she's like incredibly important. So, like not just for her totally. music, her whole vibe makes me laugh. I love her. I think she's a genius. So no, where I'm I'm saying I'm hurt for you that you didn't get to meet her. <laughs> like that's where know, my energy is. It's like that sucks. Um and what about um, Lizzo? Was Lizzo there? No, because Lizzo, I think, was touring. Um, oh, my so I never God. Got to meet too. And I'm, I'm obsessed with both of them. So, I mean, I'm, I, I love both of them. Um, I didn't get I, to meet I them. Dem- but I demand a recount. I'm not happy about that for you. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez was the – I got to do – my first day on set was my scene with her. Um, and she's phenomenal. I mean, I, I literally – my jaw was on oh. the floor – I couldn't stay in the scene because I was like looking at her going, who is this person that's transformed? Like she's not, she's not Jenny from the block. She's not JLo that we see, you know, on in other and every other thing that she does. Um, yeah. She just had like completely become this, this other character. She's otherworldly the JLo. Stuff, yeah. Go on. She really is. She really is. No, and then all of the press stuff too. Then you see her as a producer and she's just a lovely, so dedicated, uh, hardworking performer. Wow. Um, she's really cool. And she gave me a box of sunglasses as my like welcome gift to the, uh, to the show. I was so oh, thrilled to be a part I, of that. Oh, movie. I remember the sunglasses. Oh, I, I gave you some, didn't I? You did. Wait, don't tell her that. Don't tell her that. No, don't we would never. You gave me. In fairness, in fairness, it was like 20 pairs and who, I can't, I can't. Hold on a minute. You don't think that she that gave you 20 closet? to give to your friends? Get out of here. You yeah. definitely did give me a pair. I think you gave me... No, you know what it is? I tried a pair on. They didn't look good on me. And I thought, only because I have a huge head that's not a dig on her glasses at all. But it was just like, not going to work. But I remember thinking, ugh, I kind of just want to take them so I could say I have JLo's glasses. You know what I mean? But I'm an honest, hardworking girl and I didn't do that. Do you want to hold on for... Take a pause for one second yeah. while I run and go get my sunglasses? Oh, yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. It won't take long. No, no, no. Do your thing. Still have these. Which oh I my god! See, these look great. Cute. These are from her. These are from her. Uh, you didn't let me try these on. <laughs> yeah, of course I didn't because I was keeping them. <laughs> these are gorgeous. Wow. Thank you. There, I wish I could. Ugh, this is exactly my shape too. Like a big glamorous cat eye. That's my look. Mm. Well, I guess um, Sorry, I know I where we stand as friends, have. and that's good for me to know. Julia, when you look back, you've been in. You've been working. Seriously, since you were like a newborn baby, I feel like you've been acting. How? When did you start acting? 
How old were you? When no, no. I started, I started, I was young. I started working in theater, um, this like really fringe off-Broadway theater company when I was 12. Yeah. And then I was part of the company for a few years, mm-hmm. but then started auditioning for film and TV as a teenager. So did you ever work with Julie Taymor at that theater? No, I auditioned for her though. Interesting. Interesting. Cause she did my serious show. And when she said La Mama, I was like, that would be so funny if you and Julie and Julia, you know what I mean? Got together. Oh, I, I wish she's yeah. a genius. But, a true genius. Um, yeah. So you, your breakout was save the last dance though. Yes. I mean, 10 Things I Hate About You came out just before that Ah. and kind of started to change things for me, but... I would say 100%. uh, Did it become... The Last Dance was a big one. At that age, I'm wondering, and please, if these questions are like too annoying or you're like, you've answered them a million times, don't answer it. But do you think it's healthy for like young girls to get famous? I feel like why I'm asking you is the pressure had to be really scary in a way, even though it's exciting and obviously, but everybody loved you and everyone loves those movies, but it's like, were you ever kind of, um, nervous about the exposure or anything like that? Well, I'm in hindsight. Sure. I've been in therapy, you know, to do, but I, but I, I, I think going to college helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, cause even though you're in a bit of a fishbowl and, for a second, people are like, oh, Julia Stiles is going to our school. At the same time, they forget about it very quickly and move on to like, we, you know, our peers were studying to be doctors. Can you believe it? I mean, and, honestly, don't um, trust them. No, edit that out. Edit that then, out. <laughs> and then our, you know, and professor, like you still have to do your homework, you know. So that was a good way to, for me to keep things in perspective. Um, yeah, I mean... It's so funny. It's like you have this expression. You, well, I'll also say that I'm really grateful for those opportunities because no matter what, it means that I, yeah, they're great opportunities. I'm really glad that people watch the movies that I made and still talk about them because that's what you want as a performer. And it's afforded me so much, you know, it's afforded me more opportunities and I just am happy to be, you know, a working actor. I mean, so that's whether, I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess, yes, yes, I guess in an ideal world, would I have been a little bit older? Maybe, but it's like you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Well, Does that's that actually so beautiful. I'm like teary eyed. But I remember when you were young, it was like you, Natalie Portman, Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> I said what I said. Excuse I said me. what I said. I'm also old. We're, Excuse me. Excuse me. Am I not older than you? I think I am. By no, the- I'm older than you. No, no, no. Once- I, oh, I don't know. We're probably the same age, but it doesn't matter. We're not old. We're thriving. We're obviously gorgeous when and young, young and stunning. How dare you? I'm going to break out into you. Adele's version any second. Don't start. We have five minutes. I know you have to go at six on the nose, so I'm like trying to wrap it up. But when you were younger, does that make you feel good? Uh, Natalie, I can tell. She, By the way, uh, listener, she got so close up into that Zoom camera when I said that. It was I just saw two nostril holes in JLo's glasses. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I said what I said, and it's fine. You were coming up with all, I mean, there was like a moment when you were young. I feel like now it's not the same where there were all these like ingenues, like a you and a Natalie and a Kirsten. And I'm sure you can name a few others. Were you all friends? Was there like a rat pack for like young actresses or was it, is that a stupid thing to ask? Cause I feel like there was like that Ivy league thing. Did you ever feel competitive with Natalie Portman? That's a good question. No, I, no, 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 no. I looked up to her. Certainly. I looked, I looked up to her definitely. Um, and I still do. So in, in some ways it's, um, I really, I'm sounds like I'm giving like a really political answer, but in all honesty, I believe you actually, it's, I really do look up to her and I feel like she's always set a nice, um, nice thing, you know, an example of, um, something that I could aspire to, like 
all through her career, yeah. you know, and particularly as she's grown up um, as well. So I'd rather that than like trying to follow somebody that I don't identify with. Well, hello. I'm just, it's funny to me because I'm trying to get you to be salty and I know you well enough to know that you never will. She's so <laughs> smart. Like there's nothing. I, if you turn, if you turn this voice memo off. Yeah. I'll, I, I know she's been, I'm, I'm no. trying to trick someone who's been in the business since she was like 11. Like, duh, like it's yeah. not going to happen. But no, you know what I mean by that? It's more for me. I think reflectively, like looking back for me, I'm speaking like looking back when I lived in LA or when I started doing comedy, there were a lot of things where Ugh, I wish I could like go back and do differently or and socially, especially. I think. Oh, I want to do over. I want to do over on like a million things. Like the first half of my career, I want to do over on. Like I look back at just because I I, I look I, like I I'm not bragging here. I'm actually honestly saying like I feel like I was too young to be given some of the opportunities that I was given. So like I did Shakespeare in the Park. I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, I knew wow. I was reading Shakespeare in college, but I didn't know how to perform it. And definitely want to do over on that. I got to host SNL. Would love a do over on that because now I know I know I have more skills. I'm just you know at, at the time I was just sort of like doing things trial and error. I wish they would um, let you host SNL again. I really mean that. I feel like that is such a. If you fun... want me to, by the way, to trash talk, all we, we need like another hour because if you want me to talk shit about people, we just need to talk about politics. That's Let's all talk politics. Do. I'll do it. Wait, we don't have a lot of time. And by the way, I, I'll sit here another half an hour with you. But I know you have a hard out at six. Is that right or wrong? I do. Yeah. No, I do. I have to. Pick so we have two minutes. Cool. Julia Stiles, who are you endorsing for president? November 3rd. Oh, fucking. I mean, off. you know the answer to that. First of all, yeah. I was like, I thought we were going to spend the whole hour talking about the, the vice presidential debate last night. Ugh. My heart is palpitating right now. I, I, I of course, I'm voting for Biden and Harris. Yeah, um, I already sent in my request for a absentee ballot, which yeah, then I have to get the ballot. Yeah. But I encourage everyone to vote and vote early. Um, not voting is a vote for Trump. That's and right. The world is so fucked up right now and it's too much chaos. And I don't, I mean, I'm preaching to the choir, I hope. I mean, everyone listening is, I, I've shunned every Trump voter. I, I won't, I call them racist to their face. Like, uh, you know, I do my morning show and I have a lot of women always, it's always a white woman, sometimes a white guy, but mostly a white woman who messages me and goes, you know, I think you're funny, but all that tr- anti-Trump talk. And I go, I actually you don't have to think I'm funny. Like, you know, if, if you find me funny, then hear where my heart is. Yeah. Unfollow me. It's like, I, there's no excuse that you can make to me as a Trump voter. That doesn't tell me that you're like a white supremacist, retroactive idiot, basically. I mean, all of it, where do we start? There's like, it's it's like, we shouldn't even give him airtime really, but I agree with you there. I mean, forgive there, there's, there's a million, a million things that he, has done that are so horrifying. Nothing sticks. And then we'll just go back to like two days ago, three days ago when he said last weekend, when he said COVID's not a big deal. Yeah, don't, they, don't let it, don't let it change your life. 200,000 people dead. Did you see what later. he looked like? You know, I mean, it's like, are you looking at what he looks like? I don't, sticks. I don't think he's making it to the election. That's my prediction. I saw the videos of him. I can say that. I saw the videos of him. He looks, I said, he looks like when Dave Chappelle played the crackhead on Chappelle show where he has like the white around the mouth and just like the shakes, right, right, little eye, right. big eye. He has a look that is, I mean, obviously he's mentally unwell before he got infected with the shit, but it's like, and before he was injected with drugs that are apparently going to make you crazy. But the problem is that look at how we've, what we've been reduced to. Look at what we've been reduced I know. to in terms of like just trash talking people. Well, the president of the United States. I know. States. And I did it to you the I whole episode. I'm talking so fast because I'm I so did it to you the whole episode. And also what about the fact that they tried to kidnap the uh, Michigan governor? 
You saw that all. And by the way, oh, there was a, a plot. The FBI arrested like eight or nine guys. I just saw it uh, right before we started who were trying to kidnap. Um, her name is Gretchen something. It'll come to me. But oh, this is killing me. Tracy, if you know, tell me um, it's top of the Daily Mail. I'm going to show you what these guys look like. And you tell me it is as though. Thank you. Whitmer, Governor Whitmer. Um, when I tell you that it looks like if a director was casting the most inbred looking like cold mountain civil war, you know, mountainside thieves. You know what I mean by that? All of them share that same look. It's like that. I don't know if you can tell from this like grainy situation, Uh, but they just all look like deliverance, deliverance. And that is, these are these militias and it's horrible. I don't want to end on this note. I want to end with nothing, but we have to end on a happy note. I'm happy now. Let me say this to you, Julia. You paid me so many compliments. I will tell you this. Um, I have always been so grateful to know you. First of all, I feel like this is like a sign off for life. Well, it's been fun knowing you. Um, God forbid. No, no, no. But I, I've always adored you so much. You've always been an incredibly lovely and generous friend. Um, and I'm always over the moon excited when I see you on screen in any capacity, anywhere you just, I'm really proud to know you. I genuinely mean that. And, uh, and I'm just thrilled for everything. And I love your family and I adore you. Oh, I look forward to getting to have a toast with you in person someday, even if we're standing six feet apart from each other um, and can't clink glasses. If I but, could come to Canada, um, I would literally visit you in Vancouver. That's the sick thing. Um, follow Julia uh, on Instagram and on Twitter at Miss Julia Styles, and uh, watch Riviera, which is on. Uh, it's a Sky original. You can watch it here in the states on Amazon and Sundance. Now it's. We didn't even talk about the traveling. I mean, it's the dream job. You basically are on like semester at sea on the show. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it is a dream job. It's incredible. It job. But I know that your schedule is crazy, and so for you to take the time to talk to me today really meant the world. And um, I adore you. <laughs> I adore you too. Um, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you for downloading and listening and reviewing. And uh, Julie, thank you. And yes, I'll literally call you tonight. I mean, don't don't invite me into your home because I'll never leave. Is my point. <laughs> Thanks, Julia Styles. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.